Hotel was going down, baby. Welcome to today's episode of the Shy Reverberation Podcast with Donald Nelson on the Conference in the Clutch Network. I'm D Nell, Dizzle, Deezy, Deezus, DZD, Dizos, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, your host with supreme confidence. Get your confidence together, get your clutch together. Support your own American born African with mass appeal. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidence in the Clutch. Search that joint. Confidenceinclutch.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube for those that want to watch it. Go down, baby. Click the bell for notifications of new content when I drop. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on X and Instagram at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up, we're talking about the shy. Episode 603, House Party. What we know so far in this season, you know what I mean? Moments of the show, takeaways to know about episode 603, House Party, and next episode, Predictions. Like always, we bring you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At Confidence in the Clutch, we are feared more than love, but never hated. You know why? Because the hate don't bother me. Y'all know what it is, y'all. Strap up, ride me for a minute, man. Confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Take a shot for me. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to episode 31, season six, episode three, 603 of the Shot Reverberation Podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. Click the bell for new notifications where are you ever, wherever you watch, wherever you drop, man, on new content, man. New media, energy up. Y'all already know, strap in, y'all. Appreciate all the support. Let's get into it. What we know so far. Episode 601, Emin and Keisha have beef over his involvement with Duda. And it's seeping into their relationship. Kev has moved out of his mom's and mom's crib and understands the struggle for independence. Duda takes Emin shopping to look the part of a boss. Marcus and Tierra are an item now. Shad is still... Shad is still wanting Tierra and is struggling to find a job. Rob gets a better deal from Duda than Cuba's uncle gave him. Trigg's campaign wrapped up with a viral moment of Smokies. Keisha earns a job at a school. Emmett buys Tiff a car. Jake can sell the merch now. Papa likes a 19-year-old at work. Kevin Maisha kiss. Trigg wins his councilman's seat. Duda kills a young boy in the lounge with Emmett present. Tracy wants to have some growth time, some single time. Duda shows up to Tracy's crib and things remain the same. Take a shot for me. Yo, episode 602. The first day in, right? Trig gets a surprise. Jamal is out of and in his office asking about Lene, his sister. Emin and Keisha hash out growing pains in their relationship. Tiff gets introduced to Cairo, introduced to Cairo, a dealer and a grower. Dante's Connect questions her about the why and hows of the business. Maisha gets approached to be an opening act at a show. Darnell talks to Emmett about trusting Duda. Tiff and Rob talk about growing their business and getting away from Duda. Emmett and Duda go look at a crib on the west side. Duda talks about expanding and opening their Smokies on the west side. Stanley talks with Papa and Bakari about following the word. Papa questions him about doing the same. Papa and Sade find out they're both PKs, preacher's kids, to start a bomb. Trick vows to help black men with their mental health. And asks Lene if she wants to see Jamal and she agrees. Cairo meets with Tiff and Rob and says he'll show them how to grow and run their own shit. I'll show you how to do this, son. M shows Keisha the house and she loves it. Wants to be on the paper walk and wants Duda to know this is alone. Kev shows up in Maisha's shop. They talk about their situation shit. Rob asks his mom for 50k to start up his business. 
she wants to know who killed her brother, his uncle, then robbed ass for 100K. You heard me? Current episode synopsis, season six, episode three, house party. Synopsis, Emmett contends with an unexpected gift. Victor surprises Fatima. Lene starts to doubt Bakari's intentions. Papa defends Kenya. Kenya? I don't name Shade. Darnell issues a warning while Rob looks for clues. I thought the girl name was uh, Sade. I thought she said her name was Sade. Maybe she's talking about the music. Maybe her name is Kenya shit. They don't say the girl name. How the fuck you supposed to know, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me know in the comments. Is her name Deja? Is her name Sade? Deja motherfucking Kenya? What's her What's the 19-year-old? <laughs> what's the 19-year-old of Smokey's name, man? I'm, I got to look a little delve a little bit deeper. I, I have a right, but let me know in the comments. All right. Moments of the show, man. Let's do it. Um, opening scene, Emmett is cleaning the apartment that him and Tiff originally got together. And he had two boxes left with Tiff things in it. Tiff comes in. Closing scene, Emmett puts his phone away in a drawer in a nightstand, which I find odd because you have kids outside the house. You have a mother outside of the house that... Are you possibly going to hear that in the drawer with the drawer closed? So that's interesting, but I digress. And the gun is not there. He bugs out when he knows the gun is gone. Ending credits, it sounded like Bia, but I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't find it. The Google search song joint couldn't find it. So they don't put the credits of the song in the ending credits. So it is what it is. Favorite moment of the show. I have it, but it's in the doc somewhere. Like I wasn't finna look through this doc to find it. Um, I was too lazy. I was enjoying myself watching the show. Unbelievable moment of the show is Papa closing the shop. Now, we didn't see if anybody was in the back, but we didn't see nobody in the front. And there's no way in hell a 17-year-old is closing down any business with a 19-year-old. Like, okay, and he's the manager, like, or whatever the fuck it was. So that that was unbelievable for me. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we do it. Y'all know how we do it over in Confidence in the Clutch. Clutch, the beat is pick. Let's get to it. All right. And I was just over here fucking around, and Shy inspired me to get on my machine. And I was over here, boop, 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 boop. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get. I have so many beats that can play this shit that y'all would never hear the same song twice and shit in the background, man. But y'all know how we do it. Let's do it. All right. Emmett is cleaning the apartment. Tiff comes in. Now I can relax and shit. Tiff comes in, right? They discussed the past and didn't think things would end this way and. Tiff says she's happy and him asks, are you really though? Alert, 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 alert. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> she's not. Like she said, she's restless. See, she's the type of woman, Tiff. You must work hard to keep her interest with her free-spirited ass. Float around in the shaking that ass. Oh, man. So Tiff questions his apparel. Like, yo, where you going? You look, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She recognized a player like a player looks smooth. That's all it was, Tiff. Yeah, baby. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He says he looks nice. Yeah. Em asked Tiff. You know what I'm saying? I got some time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Papa opened up the joint once again. He asked me if you want to catch breakfast and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got some time. You know what I'm saying? I got some time today, baby. Ugh. I got some time today, baby. But we all know the chapter is closed, possibly with them being together. I mean, she tried to give him some pussy. He said, no, I want Keisha pussy. Keisha. Getting, to, getting things together at the new crib. M comes home. And they talk about the housewarming party and inviting old friends. Question of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question of the day. 
was ill. Supposedly, like Keisha know, I went out to breakfast after Tiff came and got her a few things. Let me know in the comments. Dope crib. That picture of the fireplace that when M started getting money with Duda, he bought for her. Dope. He like, let's christen this shit then. Christen this shit then, cuz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Okay. Now, is, is it Sade or is it motherfucker? What they say the girl name is? Kenya. Is it Sade or Kenya? All right. We're going to say Sade Kenya. How about this? Has issues with the irate customer at Smokies over his food. This motherfucker act like he was finna pull out the thing. Y'all motherfuckers shouldn't have Say y'all got your shit going down And the food's supposed to be ready And they was like Did you get a text that your food was ready? No I ain't got no text Motherfucker how you It was supposed to be ready On this time of day Motherfucker you ain't even... So Papa comes out From the back And talks to the brother Letting him know He's the manager And he can't talk to his colleague like that The cat was like I want to talk to an adult Papa pulls out the order bond like yo fam The wrong day was marked down We gonna get you straight I'll give you like two sides For your inconvenience and all that and a rush on the order for the confusion. He's like, man, let me get some uh, some greens and an apple pie. And Papa like, nah, man, you can't have an apple pie. Two sides. Well, let me get the uh, let me get let me get the greens and 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 uh and, and the spaghetti. And this is crazy. Papa was like, savory or sweet? Who eats sweet spaghetti? What is savory spaghetti? Or was he talking about the greens? I don't know. My spaghetti is going to be robust, robusto. Like, motherfucker, spaghetti ain't soul food. You know what I'm saying? So it's Italian. So we mixing all of the meals with the shit. Right? I don't see us eating no Mexican food with soul foods. But we'll, 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 we'll put spaghetti with anything in the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> spaghetti go with chicken. Spaghetti go with fish. Shit, will you eat spaghetti with some motherfucking steak if you got some shit? You know what I'm saying? Spaghetti go with every little thing in the hood, baby. Um, That's crazy, though, if you really think about it. Is spaghetti soul food? Let me know in the comments. It might be. It might. We might have we jacked that shit. You know what I'm saying? When you mix it up together, it's soul food and shit. When it, you pour the sauce on top, it's spaghetti. How about that shit? That's what, that's what we going to say with the, with the spaghetti soul food shit. So, Papa asked the man to apologize to Shade Keisha. <laughs> Need like my bad sis and shit. Charlie like nah 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 G. You apologize, man. I give you apple pie type shit. Like hold up, nigga. You giving away plenty of free food for this girl now. That ain't good business, Papa. But okay then, Papa. That was dope. You handled that shit. You know what I'm saying? We get to Jamal and Lene. Trump up in Smokies uh, about Jamal wanting to meet Bakari and he like he tell his sister the rules. We're dealing with street nigga and how it goes. And man, I hope Jamal is not working for the feds. And this is just about Lene, because if it is, it's dope that he's putting work into his little sister. Like it's funny how dads and brothers don't want their daughters and sisters dating a man like them. But you want your sisters and your daughters living with a man like you motherfucker. Get it together. You know what I'm saying? Those two things can't be true, but man, let's get it together. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Now we just the first scene of the housewarming party where motherfuckers start coming. So we got Keisha's hating ass friend was talking shit, asking too many damn questions. How much? It's a reason Keisha that you fell off from talking to her, which she revisited at the end of this other of this, of this episode. I heard it's a waste of money and this and that. Like Keisha say, it's situational. I agree. So M guy comes in with the shit. Don't skip lay day. You've been drinking the protein shakes. You know, you gotta get the six packs. That's the woman want, woman want, women want and shit, according to social media and shit. You know, fuck all that communication shit. I just wanna do what I do and I <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they talking right there by Keisha. So, Keisha, you're supposed to be paying attention. Your friend, you all in Emmett conversation, man. They started to make Keisha character trash. So, this homie says, he's talking about the dough and the money. She said, what you doing, man? I make enough money to support myself. And I got multiple women that don't know about each other and shit. Keisha side eyed me. And I'm like, what are you going to do right there? He came like, hell yeah, nigga, do that shit. No, he can't do that shit. That shit was funny. Hey, yo. Question for the pod today. Another one. Y'all know I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, player. Just you. I want to make it seem like I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Is it situational to tell women their place in your life or keep it moving and you do what you do if you're in a serious relationship or not? Let me know in the comments. We can start a conversation there. I'm not giving y'all my answer here. Keisha, out of order, when Tiff came in, talking about nice car. That's hate. That's hate. That's hate. And like Tiff, like, all right then, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Tiff said, girl, you got a whole house out this nigga. Quit hating. That wasn't hate. I don't like what they're doing with Keisha character. Keisha was such a good girl. She went through hell, turned into a great woman and shit like that. And they just making her, man, I don't, she wouldn't be the woman. I couldn't deal with her. I couldn't deal with her. All that, that hate, I can't deal with the hate. Rob standing there looking around like, what up? You know what I'm saying? Emmett shit. So Emmett and Rob's relationship funny as fuck, right? But I respect it, right? There's pressure on both sides in that situation. I wonder, is this going to turn into a who can outdo each other with Rob and Emmett over tip LMKITC Let me know in the comments Alright So Shout out to Big Tank man Big Tank um, I believe is the music supervisor On the show He has always done His thing Cause I'm always Especially at the end song I'm always Oh what's that What's that What's that What's that What's that He be finding dope pieces That fit Into the episode He's always done his thing But he's curating Superbly Superb Musical selections this season. Shout out to Wyclef who does the music. Music by Wyclef Jean. The automation of the music leaving from that scene at the house. And they put a lo-fi filter on the shit. Then transition to Smokies. And the music is playing in the background. Yo, that's my favorite moment of the show. That, that, that That's one of my ones. Because the music shit, that's, yo. And it... it the, the effect you got to know the music to catch that shit bravo bravo um i'm getting tired of shot shit already always that smokey's looking stressed or like he got a shit i mean i just don't know why he doesn't get a job there just to quell some of the shit that's going on shit possibly you might find out you like it shit possibly you might can go to culinary school shit possibly whatever i don't know but you know what I'm saying? So then he can get to his dream. Remember, y'all, dreams are goals with timelines. You can't sit on a dream forever. Dreams are goals with timelines. Master Marshawn in the house and shit. And he looking like he saw Shad and was like, oh, shit. This motherfucker recognized me or he knew Shad from the past. I can't remember, but that nigga looks like AD. Dale right? Looks like AD. Like a motherfucker. That's that shy, shy town. Shy, man, all them shy town, light skinned niggas like that, man. They, it's just, uh, that, just Chicago. You know a Chicago nigga when you see him, man. Shy wants some advice. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, Cash App is in the bio. He's like, I'm kind of low on cash. Motherfucker, like, I'm kind of low on device. Quotable. 
We ain't doing our quotables in the moment. I'm doing my quotables throughout the show when the shit pop up. Quotable like a motherfucker, right? So Master Marshawn was like, yo, yo, did you do the challenge? Like the celibacy challenge and shit? So I was like, motherfucker, I did 20 years in jail. Fuck that challenge. <laughs> Fuck that challenge, man. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Master Marshawn got the questioning in, like, fuck it then. I'm sitting here, fuck it. Then. What's happening? He's like, women breadwinners are the reparations to black men since you've been taking care of women for a long time. <laughs> hey, quotable. Because that's an interesting take. And that's an interesting comment. Traditional men and women will never go by that shit. Or the cats with the bread will never go with that shit. And that's why the new age ones are alone, men and women per se. Let me know in the comments. Because breadwinner is only a title in a household. The most important title, if we're going to have one, is leadership. Because you don't have to be the breadwinner to be the leader. Ah, fucked y'all up right there. All right. So, Master Marshawn and M. Master Marshawn and Shaw, they go in the M's housewarming. Shit funny as fuck. Is Marshawn talking about he ain't got no car, but talk all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, shut up. Shaw, like, we can go together. Like, talking about there's going to be food there and shit. Marshawn, you're eating at a restaurant and didn't finish your food. This nigga had chicken wings and corn on the cob. I don't even want to eat chicken wings with corn on the cob. Not no fried chicken and corn on the cob. I don't think. Give me regular corn. I want a corn on the cob. But, you know, whatever. Put your slap, put some slap your mama on that corn on the cob. That should be good. But you know, that shit get all in your teeth, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to eat. The, I don't, anyway. You got your girl car. That's good, player. No, nigga, that's whack, nigga, because you ain't got no car. It's got to get in the situation, though. But I know Brother Marshawn saying that shit, Master Marshawn saying that shit for the, for the sake of, nigga, you getting over on the woman type shit. Like, nigga, manpower type shit. Like, that shit is whack. So Marshawn is clearly with the living off of a woman shit, but not the bum way. I just hope, because that that's the bum shit. Can I eat in your girl car, nigga? Ha <laughs> ha, nigga, pussy nigga. Like, you all <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, here we go. We're going to be at the house party for motherfucking 29 minutes straight, I think, for real. So, back to the housewoman party. Of course, it's mad food from Smokey's there, but that mac and cheese looks trash. I don't like macaroni and cheese like that. Like, any niggas that put Velveeta in a macaroni and cheese, that shit trash. That shit don't taste like shit. Like, you know how niggas be having the soupy macaroni and cheese? I think them niggas put, like, condensed milk or... Evaporated milk and they shit to make that shit runny. I don't like that shit. I like my shit with butter and cheese. My shit is cheese and macaroni. Butter and five motherfucking different cheeses. You know what I'm saying? Heavy whipping cream. You know what I mean? I don't need all that funny shit up in there. Nigga, I don't know Velveeta. Don't give me none of that shit. Don't give me no shells, nigga. I need straight noodles. Straight elbow macaroni. I don't want none of that shit. Nigga, Velveeta. Who put Velveeta? Hey, man, if y'all put Velveeta, y'all micro macaroni and cheese and mix that shit in and bake that shit, let me know in the comments, though. To each his own, though. That shit, I don't know. I can't do it. That shit look nasty. All right. Jada meets DeAndre, the uh, real estate agent. And Jada questioned him about being a realtor from his apparel and shit. Like, yeah, fly little outfit on and shit. Questioned him why he sold him a house on the west side. And he was like, shit... Buying a home in a black neighborhood is not just an investment for that black family. It's an investment for the community. Quotable. No doubt. That's dope. I don't want to live in the suburbs with the whites or the blacks or the Hispanics or the Asians. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to live. I don't want to live out there. I want to live close to niggas in the hood in a multi-ethnic 
area, you know what I mean? I don't want to be the only nigga, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a few specks of pepper. I don't want to do that, you know what I mean? Now, it's different if, if life affords me that opportunity to do this shit. Maybe I'll revisit it, but nah, I like that hood shit. Not hood hood, though. Not the, not, the, not, the, not the hood hood, but the hood enough that motherfucker, I can, you know what I'm saying? This is going to say fucked up. This is going to be fucked up what I say. Hood enough where I can hear echoes of gunshots. <laughs> Fuck. It's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Um, That's fucked up. <laughs> Jada asks, was he single? Of course. Not for her, but for Tracy. Nina and Dre brings uh, Keisha and M and Air Fryer. Keisha looking like, what I'm going to do with this shit? Like, motherfuckers, Air Fryer. Dre sees her cousin dressed in designer from head to toe and he owes her money. She's like, cuh, cuh, cuh. She turn around and walking and shit. That shit funny. Nina asks Keisha if she's good about the situation shit with him. Gives her a little game about commitment. You know, you got three children. It's not yours. You finna raise. You buying a house without marriage and shit. Like, that's the old ways of doing shit. So I, I, I appreciate Nina talking to her daughter. It makes it, make it make sense for Keisha. But... You know, both of you are on a deed and you both are equally responsible. Anything happens and you have to sell or buy out the other, whatever. You know what I mean? So I just. Dre doesn't think. Well, Keith, Nina doesn't drink, think that Keisha's happy, which is the, the, the wrong place and the wrong time to bring that shit up, Nina. Kev walks in and just waves at his mom and shit. That's disrespect. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the first one you should agree. So Nina's having a hard time with her children getting older, not needing her as much as they did. You know what I'm saying? It gets better with time, Nina. They'll always need you. And thank you, Dre, in a different way. Like Dre said, this is a different motherfucking way. They're going to need you. Dre comes back. He's like, don't therapize me. Don't therapize me. Crawled up a bitch. That's all. Oh, man. My fault. <laughs> my fault, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a conversation, man. Listen. <laughs> Don't therapize me. Uh, listen, why not? You're not excluded from working on yourself, ma'am. Like, Kev got mad food on his plate. Duh, you can't never go to a party. Kev had the real place, not the little small place. Like, you know, Nick. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers pulling wings apart and eating it with their fingertips and shit, nigga. I made some jerk wings the other day. The motherfuckers. Um, man, with that jerk barbecue sauce, I'm on fire. Um, he's not eating any home cooked meals, motherfucker. You living on your own. Lene tells Maisha and Kev, Jamal, thing street niggas ain't shit. They're like, ain't he a street nigga at all? That's Maisha said. We going back to what I said about. It's funny how the street niggas, the the brothers, the uncles, the dads don't want their daughter or their kids to be like them, but their kids live with a nigga like that. That's kind of. A funny ass way, you know what I mean? So they get to running it down and shit about how you know, everything goes and shit. And Duda shows up and everybody freezes like Jesus walked into that motherfucker. That's a lot of power. Everyone's in their business, like seeing what he's saying to Emmett and scared as fuck. And Darnell got that big ass Bluetooth out to his nose and shit right here. I remember when they tried to give him some AirPods and he ain't want the shit. And he not happy. Duda gives him a gift and tells him to open it now in private and shit. So they go in the back. Nuck, 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 try to smoke in the kitchen. Keisha, like, hell no. Rob goes to smoke. G, I won't smoke you outside, G. So, so M opened up his gift and it's a strap. Now, I was trying to look at it. 
it's, it's, it's uh, a 1911. It looked like a 1911 millimeter. I might be wrong. It might be a 1911 style 45. So whatever. Um, Duda tells them every man needs that to protect his house. If they come in, they coming for you first, which is a fact. M talking about his kids and shit. Duda tells him that's why he needs a motherfucker. M doesn't want it. Nigga get a gun safe. Duh. M. You just can't. How about this? If you give somebody a gun, why don't you have a lock safe with him? I think that would be great. And I think that would have been a great piece in the show to put that in there to show that people are responsible in the black community, not just giving niggas guns. So as a gift, as a housewarming gift, that's a great gift to give somebody. But make sure you got a gun lock for it. You know what I mean? A safe motherfucker can get to it. Something they can put in their room to lock that shit. Let me know in the comments. Because we, we own a lot of guns in the black community, not just to hunt people, but to have this protection in the crib and to go hunting with. Um, M, you just can't start dressing like a boss. You have to start acting like one, too. Quotable. Bosses got guns. <laughs> M, come on, M. Yeah, motherfucker, bosses got guns. M, a fool in the mirror trying to get his shit together, though. On the spot, please shoot Damn, pow, cha, 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 pow. He dropped the gun and shit. Like, it's cool. It's cool. Um, practice make perfect, M. Go to the gun range. You know what I'm saying? That ain't where the strap goes, M. In the drawer with nothing? Come on, man. That ain't where the strap goes. I know ain't no bullets in it, but that ain't where the strap goes, M. Until you get it safe. Lock it up high, and that's all you got to do. So Rob and Nuck outside smoking on the front porch. I don't think a niggas smoke in front of my house. They got to smoke in the back. I don't know, though. Let me know in the comments. Can people smoke in front of your house or smoke in the back? Nuck asked Rob, what he smoking on? Because he coughing this shit. Rob like, shit, some shit my girl put me on. Nuck like, y'all don't fuck with do this shit. Rob like, nah, we say, we just sell this shit. And this is where Rob has to shut the fuck up. And he did. He didn't go into any more details. Know who you dealing with. So Rob passes that shit to Nuck. And he's like, he like that killer. Like, man. Nug wants to know where he got that pack from. Rob like, shit, my guy, don't trip. Nug like, oh, you keep your secrets? Like, nah, nigga, you keeping secrets? Like with my uncle, ain't you? Pivotal moment due to Nug's response. Like, always keep it 100, but that's business. Boom. So Nug like, he let Rob knows he knows something. But in the real world, in the real world, Rob is business, nigga. Puts up the thing on Nug to get that info, but Rob is cool. And he gonna let him talk and he gonna think about some shit. Black intellect. So Nug says... He owed Cat's money. And Rob like, yo, did he owe Duda money, nigga? And Nuck like, he heard some shit. He stole some money from Tracy. And Vic got mad at the shit. So y'all trying to put the killing on Vic? Nuck let him know Q was gambling his money away. So Rob knows he lying to just get the fuck up. Back to the party. So it was a long ass scene already there at the party, right? Trigger for team to show up. EJ tells Ronnie. <laughs> EJ tells Ronnie, like, yo, who's crying? They playing with toys. Stop acting like a little bitch. <laughs> and Em and Keisha, Em and Keisha, like, yo, 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 where you hear that from? He's like, mommy's car. Em laughs, shit. Keisha mad. You know what I'm saying? Keisha, Keisha wants Em to talk to Tiff, and he's like, I can't tell her how to raise you. She's like, I can't tell her how to raise y'all son, because Em was like, you talk to her. So I can't tell y'all to raise y'all son That's quotable facts Trig asked Duda What the fuck are you doing here Damn 
And don't drag Emma to your shit. Duda keeps it chill with Trig due to their history. Duda tells him, I'm investing in him like I did you. And look where it got you, nigga. <laughs> no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Trig tells Duda, fuck you. Like, damn. Duda, like, I think you need to watch how you talk to me, Trig. Like, I'm the one with the government, so you need to watch how you how the fuck you talk to me. Like, damn. 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 Well, damn, shit, two things could be true. You know what I'm saying? Just stay the fuck out of my way. That's what Duda told you. <laughs> yeah, Duda. The fuck out of my way, nigga. Clown, nigga. All right. Right after that is dope as fuck because the cha-cha slide com- comes on. R.I.P. to DJ Casper out of Chicago. Yo, Tiff was throwing that motherfucker. Oof. Mm. Uh, yo. Kevin M, chalk it up, right? M tells him to be careful. I'm saying if he had a crib at his age, he would have had a heart attack. And it's like, Kev, like, nigga, you was doing that shit at your mama crib, nigga. You had three kids at your mama crib, nigga, no doubt. M sees him, I am Aisha. Kev confides in M about Aisha shit. Bakari finds Lene outside and asks where she's been. She's like, I don't want to be with a street nigga. Like, so good she listens to her brother. And Bakari makes his point that it's temporary. He's not busting his ass for short change. And they like, well, maybe we don't need to be together then and walk off on a nigga. Like, nigga. So Fatima and Keisha talk about the RPs. Fatima wants to start a collection. Keisha tells her to talk to Deja. Dope, whatever. Art appreciates Blackwell, blah, 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 blah. Revenue stream shit. Keisha and Fatima hit it off. So then Jada is talking to M's friend, the one cat. Of course, for Tracy, she might be on the market. He has shit going on and needs that push from a woman is what I see. That's all I see. I've been there. Many a man been there. Many a woman been there needing a man to push them in a certain direction. Be that support. Single journey. <laughs> so Darnell, come and get her like, stop harassing all these men at the party, right? So Keisha lays Ronnie down. I know and you know the gun is still there. Not secure. Thank God they didn't write it in there that Keisha finds the gun and spass on Duda and Emmett and whatever, whatever. But, um... Nuck is standing outside the room like a creepy nigga, but it wasn't creepy because he wanted to talk to Keisha and he apologized for not picking her up that night, which led to her kidnapping because he was supposed to pick her up from the bus stop and she was sitting there waiting on him and he didn't. So that's a real ass man with a real ass apology. I appreciate that. He says he can never forgive himself for that. And Keisha says she can forgive him for that. And the way they looked at each other, and he started making that motion like he was going to come in for the hug or the kiss. And then M came, yo. And then M looking at cuz crazy in the bitch. You got to. So then we've transitioned to the fellas on the couch, uh, Master Marshawn, Shad, and Darnell. Talking about fake titties versus real titties. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need to feel some flesh, nigga. <laughs> so... Here's the deal, fellas. The deal is the women get the fake shit, titties, and ass for them to have, not for a man to enjoy. Make it make sense. Let me know in the comments. Them titties ain't for, I mean, unless I don't know no man that say, I want your breast to be bigger. We're going to get fake titties. <laughs> I want your ass to get bigger. Look at a fat ass. We're going to put. Darnell is, you know what? You just get a woman with a fat ass. Darnell is watching Duda. Getting ready to leave. Shy says, Deja's out of town on business. Darnell says, I hope she's not out of town fucking someone else. Marshawn, like, I don't trust none of these hoes. <laughs> Shy's like, come on, man. <laughs> Yo, 
Yo, brother Marshawn. Hey, yo, this shit is for real. Hold on, let me let me act let me act right. He said, "I like my love to be in multiples. That way, I don't get my heart broke. That way, if it gets broke, someone will be there to fix it." Yo, that's the best quotable of the show. I don't. What he say? I like my love to be in multiples. That way, I don't get my heart broke. That way, if it gets broke, someone will be there to fix it. Let me know in the comments. We can have a conversation about that one. Makes make, make, make a lot of sense. <laughs> Shit. If you're dealing with motherfuckers, going to break your heart. It could come. We know. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you're going to live your life that way, I ain't got no problem with that shit. That you got you to gotta let it. I said we was going to talk about it in the comments. Fuck it. If you live your life like that, you got to let all the women know so they know what they're dealing with so then they never hold shit above you over your head. That way, I'm not... Keeping you under false pretenses. I was never lying to you. Wasn't a representative. This is what I do. This is who I am. Shot. Talking about he'd rather have a broken heart than a broken wallet down there. Like shit. They hiring a smoky. Same shit I said. But I told y'all, Shot thinks he's too good for that shit, but doesn't have anything. Motherfucker, it's a start. And stop saying niggas don't hire. We don't hire felons, nigga. They're mad jobs. Felons can't get hired for. Motherfucker, they have felon hiring. Come on, fucking fairs and shit. Like, talk about man can be homemakers too. Absolutely. As single father, I do all this shit. What fuck? What brother Marshawn, Master Marshawn says, selling it down makes me unsettled. <laughs> Yo, man, this is a good ass show, man. For the brothers, this one. This is a good ass show, man, because it's funny. I mean, because we all know people like that and shit. So M questions Tiff in front of Robin Keisha and shit. Everyone laughs except for Keisha who thinks it's not funny, which it's not. Her child got called the bitch. That's the that's why it's not funny. Rob apologized. You know, the first time you hear your kid cuss, you're gonna think it's funny, but you're gonna correct that. That's a bad word. You can't say that shit. Like niggas are like EJ five, nigga. So Rob apologized for laughing. But now the modeling gets questioned, right? Because Y'all cuss in front of the kids, listen to cussing music, watch cussing TV, the kids gonna hear it. I wanna know who made curse words bad? They're part of the English language. Who made curse words bad? I know we're not finna say the Bible or the Quran or the Torah. Torah. That's not the governing body over decency and what's right or what's wrong. Who made curse words bad? Some people use curse words like they good. Like, Hmm. So he just tries to offer offer listening to edited versions like M like no, we just want the same rules in each house to not get conf- get EJ confused. Easier said than John D done G piece with that shit. Tiff like y'all do what y'all want in y'all house, I'ma do what I want to do in mine. And Rob looked like damn and they walked out. Here comes the bullshit from M. The new woman who has a higher standard for her child and yours than you or his mother. Slippery fucking slope. Nigga <laughs> motherfucker, you gone. That breeds nothing but problems across the board, G. M told Keisha, I told you I'll handle it. I need, didn't need you to jump in. Once again, emasculating him. She emasculated Emmett in front of his... She ain't got no baby with Emmett. You emasculate your man in front of his ex-wife. About their child calling your son a bitch. Let him handle it. I don't like where they're taking Keisha's character right now. She's unhappy. She's causing too many rifts for her shit in their relationship. She's confrontational. She's combative with M all the fucking time. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? M, I'm a boss. I don't need this shit. 
Like, why does he always have to capitulate to her shit? I don't like y'all making these unconfident ass man in this fucking show. Like, why that nigga gotta be unconfident, man? Like, come on, Keisha, we can't do this shit. If this how this shit gonna be, he love her, but man, he gotta stand up for herself sooner than later, cuz. Because why? She doesn't allow him to grow on his own. Is always getting ridiculed like you was fucking mama and he's the your oldest son type shit. That shit trash. She has to be the reason for everything gets done around here. That's called control, motherfucker. She wants to be in control of every motherfucking thing. It's unrealistic. Not for niggas my age. But he ain't my age, but I'm just saying, oh, I can't be in control of you. You can't be in control of me. We're trying to make shit that we have control over, controllable for each other. So it's a conversation. Let me know in the comments. So Darnell catches Duda when he leaves. Tells Duda he doesn't need his housewarming gift. Nigga shows Duda the gun. Duda like, do you know who you're talking to? He said, fake ass Billy D. Williams. That's fucked up. So wait. Trig and Darnell going at Duda like he won't bury them both with their dicks in their fucking mouths. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was too far, probably. But it's the truth. It's the truth. That's Duda, motherfucker. You don't fuck with Duda. You know what I'm saying? Remember on Friday when they said, who's Debo coming? They said, who? They said, Debo, motherfucker. Do you hear what we saying? Motherfucker, we got it. Hey, man. I'm not saying they're supposed to be scared of Duda. But man, come on, G. Some of this shit is. Mm, don't bark up that tree, that tree will fall on you. So, Duda, like, you know what I'm saying? Nuck was walking up, ready to blast Darnell outside of M's house. And Duda, like, chill. So, Darnell tells Duda if anything happens to M, his girl, or the kids, he'd kill him himself. Walk in that nigga face. Oh, R.I.P. Darnell. We'll holler at you, Darnell. R.I.P. Darnell. I like Darnell, too. Talk about don't let this earpiece shit fool you, nigga, and took it out. Like, nigga, I'm a gangster too. Like, oh man, I, okay, Darnell. That took balls to do. That took balls to do. Salute, G. <laughs> shit. Welcome with Duda. Man. Trig walks out and asks their good. Darnell tells him to mind his business. Okay. <laughs> Motherfucker, okay. All right, shit, nigga. And protect the father. Duda says he likes it and he walks off. Like that shit. Like that shit. M comes out. Darnell says we just having a little chat. Mm. We're done with the house party, right? So Lene lying in bed and shit, and Bakari wants to see her, texting her. She's like, no, and he like, please and shit. He brings her flaming hots and trolleys. Gotta remember their kids. Bakari apologizes. Nay tells him Jamal wants to meet him. He knows he works for Duda. She wants to know how long he's going to hustle and shit. B is like, Yo, to save as much money as I can to get off Papa's couch. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And they ask him if he's happy. He says, I'm just surviving, baby. She's worried about a survival. He's like, man, I promise not to get too crazy in harm's way. We got to remember, Bakari killed motherfucking... Bakari killed... Ronnie, nigga. For Coogie, nigga. And he ain't got no place to stay. This shit, boy. Whew. Trauma. Trigger for Tima in that full size ass bed at Trick's crib. That wasn't no queen, nigga. That was a full size. Funny as fuck. Trig asked for Tima to move in with him. She like, after a few months, nigga? I miss Amani, y'all. Amani was Amani was a realer character for Trig, man. And 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 the show. Like Fatima just 
there and shit. You know what I'm saying? She just existing. Amani had a purpose. Do y'all remember when they ran up, when Treg and Amani, and Amani was like the gangster of them two, ran up in the crib, and man, you remember that? Y'all remember that shit, man? Shit. Man, she was way too real. So Fatima tells him yes. And how many Treg love scenes we got to see? Let me know in the comments, man. So Papa and Sade Kenya closed down the store. Talked about this earlier. How does a 17 and 19 year old close a restaurant? Unbelievable moment of the show. Sade Kenya, thanks Papa for having her back. Do not let Sade Kenya, y'all, the writers turn into a predator, G. Keep it just a hanging out stage. Sade Kenya. Wants to go bowling next Thursday. Then Papa talking about, I got to ask my parents at school. Now. Fuck that. They let me do, 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 Like, he's talking about his parents and all this shit. And he fucked up the whole thing. She just walked off on a nigga. Like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> Robin Tiff ride with EJ. And he's pissed. You know what I mean? She's putting on an R&B and shit. Like, he was back there like, yeah, nigga, you five years old. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, shit. EJ pissed, nigga. He looked at, she looked back at me. <laughs> he was mad at the motherfucker back there. Rob smiled and side-eyed the fuck out of her. Why? Because that's more drama. Thank you, Keisha. Because Rob's not feeling M calling shots in their crib, possibly in the car and shit. Man, here we go. M apologized to Keisha about the tiff shit. That nice-ass bet they had. Keisha is unrealistic too soon. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, they fucking her character up, man. In order to be a unit with the four adults, it's going to take growth and development by all y'all in y'all 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 in y'all early twenties, mid twenties, fam. M checked her about you overstepped though. You was overstepping all motherfucking day. Yeah, I get it, M. I ain't gonna check you in front of everybody. I'm gonna check you later. They had to talk about leaving people behind and shit. It was funny how the overstepping shit. We they glossed that piece over. No, motherfucker, you was doing too much. They had to talk about leaving people behind, their friends, whoever matured. Man, we all get them. Everybody can't go. Then she turned over on him when he was trying to kiss her. Like, huh? I get it. I get it. But it's, it's, she, that love and affection, him ain't getting that from her. So them love languages and shit, his is physical touch clearly because he ain't getting it from her ass. I don't like that shit. Him ask her, about her and us conversation and she lied why the fuck are y'all having Keisha lie the nigga apologized which was a good thing y'all y'all having her lie because she still got feelings for the nigga that'll be a fucking bird and a bird move then she gonna turn around and ask him why did Duda and him what did him and Duda talk about which is bullshit because they're making her a villain right M lied about the Duda gift why why and why he can't be a man in his own house Keisha can't tell him the truth about the shit that she on doing bird shit. So both show immaturity here. The shit is hard to watch, y'all. Like, for real. Like, writing one of them to be the leader ASAP, please, or break them apart without the bullshit. One of the two. Right? So this cat, he lied about it was some cigars in there. Some cigars, some cigars for us? Yeah, it was for the family. Cigars, nigga, you sound stupid. Then he put his phone away in the drawer once again. I don't understand how you can put your phone away in the drawer when you have your children. You got three children that don't live with you out of the house. From three different women. You got a mama. You got a daddy. You got friends. That phone can't go in the drawer. 
and the gun is not there because Darnell got it. He bugs out when he knows the gun is not gone. Gun is going lying to Keisha again because you got to. When you lie once, you got to continue the motherfucking lie. That's why here's a conference in the clutch tip of the day. You want to ever catch somebody possibly being a lie. First of all, you have to think as a liar or a trifling motherfucker. Secondly, you have to ask them four questions in a row. They can't answer four questions in a row when they lie, man. All right? Yo, let me know in the comments, man. Moving on. What I predicted. Next episode of predictions, y'all. Yo, Keisha's excited about the housewarming tomorrow. M wants to christen the crib. We know what happened with that. You know what I mean? That was all the scene in the beginning of the show. Do the shows up to the housewarming and tells M, you just can't be dressing like a boss. You have to start acting like one, too. Here we go. You're going to have to get your hands dirty, little cuz. You know what I'm saying? Little E. Um, Jamal tells Lene that he knows her boyfriend works for Duda. She says he's a lookout, and he says there's no such thing. Look, Jamal got to be working for the feds. I hope he's not, though. Maybe he got to bring down the 60th Street mob or something. You know what I'm saying? Darnell told Duda that if anything happened to his son, he would kill him. And he showed him the strap. That's image strap that Duda gave him. No, it wasn't Darnell's strap. Darnell, Duda said he liked overprotective father, so we got to see about this. But it might be R.I.P. Darnell time. M runs out the crib, and Keisha called his name, but he really ran out the room trying to figure out possibly if the gun got misplaced or somebody like that, but his daddy got the gun. Next episode prediction. Duda is in a sauna or steam room, and the woman says 420 only comes around once a year. Now, it doesn't look like Roz, but it could be Roz, but her the voice didn't sound like Roz. Talking about getting to the spirit. And Duda hit that shit. She blowing smoke in his face. Like, we know Duda don't use drugs. Bosses don't use drugs. He drinking shit, though. But, you know what I'm saying? I doubt if he start getting high on his own supply with the weed. Kairos with Tiff and Rob and tells them they'll be taking a risk. And you know what the risk is? The risk is stepping away from Duda or work for a killer. This shit is a risk. Going to business, everything that it takes, that shit is all going to be a risk, a financial risk, I would think. I mean, because we see Rob and Tiff going to Cairo's Hydro Farm and shit in the splice scene. Everything is a risk with that shit. Keisha tells M they need a nanny, and she's trying to leave out the crib with EJ looking on. M says, this ain't the Fresh Prince of Chicago. He's creating a fucking monster with the rich bitch shit now. You know what I mean? She's a problem. She's already she's been a problem. Now you're going to get a rich Keisha? No, nah, that's, nah, that's going to be a problem. Stanley asks, um, uh, I, I don't know, no nannies. I don't know nobody in the public school system that's working. <laughs> There's not a principal that got a nanny. Stanley asks, he in the pulpit, talking about what would you do if a lion prowls your village and it goes to different splice scenes and we got Nuck and Stanley offers with money. We got Duda walks by Roz in his, in his uh, not the crib, look like he in his condo downtown. We got Duda throw Shah some money, you know what I mean? Which means he took the bait from Bakari, you know what I'm saying? And he down with them at the uh, auto shop or the chop shop or whatever. Then we see Nuck gives him a bag and they got a whole bunch of guns in the motherfucker. Here we go, y'all. And then that, next, after next week, man, listen. That's what I'm waiting for. Let me tell y'all, that housewarming scene this week, as good as it was, what a long-ass scene with a lot of information, though. All types of new plots were unveiled. Great job with the writing and the cinematography of that. And that that wasn't a big space they were in. Um, 
from the 12.55 mark of the show to the 39.50 mark of the show. That's 26 minutes. We'll add the mad more issues between parties, two different parties. We got M and Keisha. We got M and Duda. We got Keisha and Nina. We got Rob and Nuck. We got Keisha and Tiff. We got M and Tiff. We got Darnell and Duda. Shit. There's a lot going on, y'all. Man, there's a lot on this episode of the Shy Reverberation Podcast on the Conference in the Clutch Network, y'all. Let's keep get the conversation going. Hit me in the comments. Wherever you listen to your podcast, watch on YouTube, hit me in the comments at K and K on Twitter. Let's go. Get your conference together. Get your clutch together. Support your own American-born African with Mass Appeal. Listen to and follow network on various platforms. Just search for Confidence in the Clutch. Go to confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell for notifications on new content when I drop. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on X and Instagram at k and Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Weekly, Donald Nelson, D-Nell, Dizzle, DZ, D's Us, DZD, D's Us, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla. Host the Shower Reverberation Podcast. The Confidence, Confidence in the Clutch Podcast about the hit TV series, The Shy. Have a safe and healthy night, y'all. If y'all listen during the daytime, credit gravity on purpose, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Three, two, one. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.